rolls around and around for Stephen Skinner. Will not go down. It's taken off the board by the captain, Tony Thomas. Then we get a foul blow. And how about that personal foul? Uh, yeah, they, Tony Thomas went up real high, and Melvin Dodds, I'm not sure which one. I believe Thomas got him. And uh, number 52, uh, Maddox, is going to get a free shot, two free shots for that foul. I tell you, he's a handy dandy, that Bill Maddox. 6-3, and he is just as big as a pro. Shoots a pro from the free throw lane, and the no water iron men on their fourth game of the year have broken on top. The dogs of Don Overton getting a late strike in basketball because of the tremendous football playoffs against Vitals Illinois. The second shot is there. And so it is a 2-0 score as Felix Gimmick, or rather as Bill Maddox, has uh, put it through the mace twice. Down the court now, the ball comes over to young Stevie Green. He's bringing it down the court here tonight along with Harry Sherman. Sherman feeds to the left of the keyhole. A jumper from about six feet out is off the rim to miss. And Mel Dobbs had it up there but couldn't hang it in. And a personal foul drawn by Warren Dennis, who wears a red band around his head. Some pro does the same thing. Uh, yeah, he looks awful tall too. He's big, number 34. And uh, he fouled on Dobbs that time. And uh, the Wardogs look like they're kind of cold here. They haven't hit anything. They missed the first free shot. But uh, they'll start hitting after a while. First pass is missing. The second right in the net. Two to one makes the ball game as the Wardogs have their first part of the 1971-72 thrilling basketball season. And Mel Dobbs owns it. Down the court, look out to the right of the lane, a jumper hangs lips uh, on the lip of the rim for Warren Dennis, who's averaging 26 or more points a ball game in the first three of this year, and they played some pretty tough competition. He's no one iron, but in their own preseason invitation tournament. Off the rim, it came to Green. Green is down court, gets a pass out of the corner, shoots the pull. From 15 feet away, Stevie Green has the first field goal of the 1971-72 season for the Dodgers. Down the court, Harry Sherman, who had passed that ball. Adams apple high to Green and let him shoot a throw to make it 3-2 Dodgers. Harry Sherman knocked down a pass, couldn't handle it, and the Iron Man are bringing it in bounds at the east end, I believe it's the east end, of a beautiful gymnasium here at Nowater High. Now at the post, uh, here's a man going off the shoot and miss. That's Felix Gimmel along the baseline. It is John Krauss shooting one up there. The Wallet go down. Six foot seven, Mr. Belda, uh, Bob Johnson. Takes it off. Down the court. Look out. A man on the drive getting a pass. Mel Dobbs got that ball up high. Rolled in there. Banged it up the glass backboard for two. The dogs are out ahead. Five to two as Dobbs owns two now. And uh, Stevie Green owns two. In fact, Dobbs owns three, getting one of the free throw lanes. 5-2, Miami High. White shirts, blue pants, blue and white socks for the war dogs of that popular man and a great basketball coach long before he got to Miami. Don Overton, he's assisted by Archie Lord. He's the same Don Overton who coached him in our South great Oklahoma basketball game just a few summers ago. That's how popular he was even downstate as a basketball man. Deep in the corner, Johnny Krause shoots, misses, hits off the rim. He's got it back. Now they feed the ball over to Warren Dennis, and Dennis is fouled. And uh, it is Bob Jensen, 6'7", who made contact. Yeah, it looks like Joshua went up and blocked it, but when he came down, uh, he hit uh, number 34, Dennis, on the head. And it uh, looks like it's going to be a tough game under the board. So far, uh, Mama has really controlled the board. But uh, number 34, Dennis, is really getting up there also. Dennis has his first point of the night as he dribbles it in. Hit the lip of the rim and it falls through. 5-3 is the score as the War Dogs own a tiny lead with a no-one to Anman. Make that 5-4. 
as Dennis from the three-four lane has his first two points of the night. Down court, the dogs having trouble with a full-court press. Now Harry Sherman, who's a flick ball handler, 5'11", a senior, comes over the time zone line in the middle of the court. Tony Thomas to handle the ball. Feeds into the six-seven man. He shoots it in off the post over to the right of the uh, lane. And so never getting into this maroon-painted lane here tonight in no order. Bob Jensen from off the three, four steps from the rim, went off the post, makes it seven four. He has his first two points of the night. Timeout is being asked in here and asked by the Ironman, I believe. Seven four is the score with Miami out ahead and 441 to go in the first quarter of play in a big one at no order. Well, let me tell you something. A combination of special ingredients is what they used to say about that famous headache out of the remedy. Now Matthews Motor of Miami says the same thing about the 72 Datsun 510 two-door. Its roomy interior, spacious trunk, peppy 96 horsepower overhead cam engine, independent rear suspension, standard all-synchro four-speed or optional three-speed automatic transmissions will keep you driving happy. Getting as much as 25 miles to the gallon doesn't hurt either. Plus a long, long list of luxury, no-cost extras. So save yourself a headache, brother, sister. See Matthews Motor Company at 1123 North Main in Miami and drive a 72 Datsun. Then you decide, and you'll be like everybody else. When you own a Datsun, you'll be the number one publicist, the number one advertiser for Matthews Motors because everybody who owns one is proud and point, and they tell everybody everywhere about the way they ride, the way they uh, work the way that gas mileage is. In the play now, the ball lost for the Ironman as they pass to Felix Dimmer. They let it go through his legs, and the dogs have uh, taken over on that ball. It's the first turnover of the night for the team. A shot in the lane is to miss. And then Tony Thomas taking the rebound off the rim by Mel Dobbs, drops it in, or Bob Johnson it was. It was Johnson who tipped it, not Tony Thomas. Both men were up, but uh, Johnson has given credit. Nine to four as Johnson owns four points. A shot to the lip of the rim is falling short now for John Close. And up high, the 6'7", Bob Johnson, what a rebounder he is. In a moment or two, Rick Martin will reach up on who's doing all this rebounding with a little inside basketball here tonight. Tony Thomas in the corner along the baseline, shoots it off the heel of the rim. Off to Johnson, he tips it in. So Bob Johnson owns six points now. And that towering 6'7 man out of the goal on offense or on defense is a welcome sight for any basketball crew. 11-4, the dogs are out ahead of these handmen, but they're a quick, fast team, though much shorter. Out in the corner, a shot is bounding off the rim for Johnny Klaus, the little 5'8 junior, and the dogs have taken it over. Backboarded by Tony Thomas, and then down the court comes Harry Sherman, who can dribble them as slick as a pro. Green feeds along the baseline. Dobbs is up shooting, hitting fouls. And the foul, I do believe, will go to the number 42 man, Mr. Dutchie Dunn. So Dunn draws the personal foul, and the dogs come to the lane, and it is 11-4 with Miami out ahead and Mel Dobbs to see what he can do about it. He's wearing glasses. Let's see. Melvin Dobbs tosses, and it is around that rim and away. How has he done on free throws tonight? Well, Melvin hadn't been uh, too bad, well, not too good, really. He's uh, one for three. But this is just their first game, and that's why he'll start hitting. 
He is now two for four as he dropped that second opportunity, and it is 12 to four with the War Dogs owning a score that has tripled. The Ironmen here in the first quarter, however, hang on to your rain check. This ball club is fast and not nearly as tall as the dogs. Shot in the corner for two. Ah, that's that. That Dennis man drops his first two points. He wears a red band around his head and a maroon band around one wrist and a white uh, little band around the other wrist. He's a classy-looking ball player down the lane with the war dogs driving, driving hard. And up for the layup they come. And the man who scores that time for the dogs, Sherman, Harry Sherman. And Harry, I tell you, looks terrific. As a ball handler, that time he drove straight down the lane. 14-6, got his first two points of the ball game. He's one of the quick ones for the dogs. In goes the ball to the postman. He feeds to Dennis, who jumps it in from the edge of the circle. And Mel Dobbs, who's been uh, asked to stay on top of Dennis, has one big job. Dennis owns six of the eight points now for the Moata Ironman. He's been scoring about 26 a game, according to that popular coach, Mr. Ken Zaka, who's been heading the Ironman basketball willingly, successfully, for some five years. 14 to 8, the dogs are ahead. It's shot to the left of the lane by Stevie Green. And he had never hit the rim. He squeezed that net. 16 to 8, the War Dogs putting on one whale of a basketball performance here in the first quarter. They are 3A, as you know. No water is 2A, and moving out of their class, this test. A shot to the left of the circle, and... Tom Mansonama has four, Sherman the guard has two, and Steve Green is really hip in the outside on those two long ones for his four points. This could be one of the greatest years in Miami high school history for a basketball crew. What do you see as a change out there? Uh, for Miami, the sixth starter, you might say Brad Cannon, uh, has really come on outstanding after football and basketball this year. Last year, he didn't start, didn't see a lot of action, but he's really done a lot this year, and he's come to start the second quarter instead of green. Tip of the ball, and it goes to Cannon, as again the dogs have Mr. Bob Johnson at 6'7", garnering the tip. Up on the right side, way out by the out-of-bounds marker, a one-hander cracks that net for Harry Sherman. He looked terrific. 23 to 11. We'll give you all the point totals in a moment when there's a timeout. Down the court, out of the goal. A ball is over the rim for Felix Gimmett and Tony Thomas. Had it for a moment. It spun off his shoe top, and I believe he'll come out to jump with another man. Let's see about that. They're sending Warren Dennis out there, who is 6'3". No, it is going to be Mel Dabbs, who is 6'4". So this dog against the tall Ironman, the tip away, and the dogs get the tip, but the Ironman get the ball. They are owning it here at the east end of the gymnasium. That's the front court in the second quarter for the Ironman. Down along the baseline, here's a shot away. Off the rim for Felix Gimmett. Now the dogs are fast breaking a look out. Down the court, they come for the layup side. It falls off the rim with not go down for Brad Cannon. He was wide open, but put a little bit too much English on the ball. Down the court, here's a ball knocked away by Harry Sherman as the Ironman found the man open and tried to fire to Warren Dennis the length of the court. That's right, and Harry Sherman made a real good play on that one. Uh, he saw the fast break, the man was ahead, and he stuck his hand up and luckily hit the ball, and the ball went out of bounds. White Dogs have a lead, 23 to 11 over the no water Ironman. A shot off the left as they bring it in bounds. Felix Gimmett is missing off the lip of the rim. The dogs in white shirts and blue uh, pants, blue and white socks have the ball. And it is Brad Cannon, a feet across the way to the captain of the team, Tony Thomas. 
Now Tanner with the ball. Here to the other guard man, Mr. Harry Sherman. And again, Thomas beating deep into the corner. Look out here. The shot is away from off to the right side. Brad Cannon just lifts it away on the rim. No one just as fast as Breeze Lightman. And down the court comes our little man, John Krause. Great playmaker, ball handler. He feeds to the top of the keyhole. Billy Maddox will not shoot. Time will be asked. 6.28 to go ahead of the halftime turn. And the War Dogs, who were behind for a moment or two here when the free throw shot was canned by the Ironman, are now leading 23 to 11 at this point in the second quarter. Rick, bring us up to date now on how it's all gone to this point. Uh, so far for Mama, they're hitting pretty well from the field, about 50%. Uh, for no other, they're having a little bit of trouble. Of course, they can't shoot from the inside too well against Dodds and Johnson, the big men, and also Tony Thomas. And, uh, of course, as Overton said in that uh, pregame show, that uh, Don, um, Sherman also one of the leading rebounders for Mama. They really have a good defensive team as well as an offensive team. And uh, outside of that first few minutes of the game, the War Dogs have really come on strong, uh, taking a commanding lead of 23 to 10. Again, I tell you, if you want to make it a grand and glorious Christmas, go out and try that Datsun car at Matthews Motors, 1123 North Main. Their slogan across America is just one thing, drive a Datsun and then decide. They know you'll be your own salesman once you get in that Datsun car and give it a little drive. Matthews Motors, guarantee you, you'll be happy with it. Deep out in the corner, a pass as we go in bounds and Felix Gimmitt. Cocks the longest shot to the rim that the Ironmen have had in the night. 23 to 13 as he hit deep in the corner. Thomas coming in, dribbling along the baseline for the dogs. Speeds off the ball and hit a Bobby Johnson, but apparently traveled before he released the ball. It goes out of bounds on a turnover. And here are the Ironmen who are going east once again. You get the feeling that this Ironman team may be a little outclassed by the hype of the dogs from Miami, the AAA school, but they don't know it. They've got a lot of momentum, a lot of spirit. In goes the ball to the first man on a beautiful bounce play, and Gimmitt goes up to get two here. And it is now Felix Gimmitt, a 5'11 junior, who makes it 23 to 15 as he handled that ball like a pro as it bounced in there on that maroon painted lane. He went up in one motion. And I tell you, he never bothered to hit the rim. 23-15, War Dogs by eight. Along the baseline, Harry Sherman drives in for the layup. Can't get it in there. Tipped in by Bob Johnson, who is far and away of the heavy score in the ballgame so far. 25-15, the Miami War Dogs ahead. How many for Bob Johnson so far? Let's see, Johnson has 11 points now. Down the court, Tony Thomas steals, makes a turnover, got a bad pass, and it turns it back over to the Ironman, but Johnny Krause could not take advantage of it, and Steve Green, who had just come back into the ballgame here, replacing Brad Cannon, took it off the boards, and Green owns the ball as he guard, along with Harry Sherman. Now they feed the ball across to a forward man, Mel Dobbs, to Thomas. He feeds to the postman. There it is, off the post, hooking it in beautifully again, Bob Johnson. 13 points he owns on the night. It's 27-15 with the dogs ahead and that 6-7. Great big rangy man who weighs about 219 pounds. He's going to be something to behold before this year is over. Friday night, the dogs are away from home for the second ball game of the year when they play a conference game against Strong Broken Arrow. They come home next Tuesday night against one whale of a foe in Vitalsville College in 4A, I believe, isn't it? 
Come in to meet him at the Million Dollar Civic Center. Don't anybody miss it. Down the court, Tony Thomas with a steal of the ball in the lane. And he turns it over from the Ironman for the fourth time here in the first half. Off in the corner, Mel Dobbs looking, shooting, wearing glasses. Hits it over the rim. Off to the Ironman who are in good position on every one of those shots. Felix Gimmett had position. You don't have to be the tallest team. If you can execute, nowhere to get, nowhere to have that position when that ball's ricocheting away from that rim, you got it made. In the lane, no one to shoot a beautiful block in there by Jensen as Bob Jensen went high in the air to block the shot by Felix Gimmel, a whistle and a foul, and it will be on Harry Sherman with the dogs ahead, 27 to 15, all of these exciting Ironmen. On the play preceding that foul, uh, Johnson went up and made a real fine block, knocked the ball all the way to the back court. Uh, and uh, first on this play, Harry Sherman fouls uh, number 22, uh, Walker, and uh, he'll be taking his three shots, two shots. So Ivan Walker making his first appearance of the night here for the Fan Ironman Tour. He's 5'7", see. he is 5'6", and Justin Jr., and Ken Zacker has two or three, four sophomores seated up the suited up here tonight. Several juniors, only a rare three or four seniors. He's got uh, Ironman coming on for sure. Both free throws are down. It's 27-17. And Ivan Walker comes off that bench. He's a speedster, I can tell you that. Pass of the ball down to Thomas. Look out. Back into the wall game has come Brad Cannon replacing Steve Green. A pass to the post and shooting off the post. Circling it around the rim. The miss is Bob Johnson. He could not drop it, though. He was wide open and had the ball just to the left here of the glass backboard. And Don Overton biting his fingernails after that one. A shot to the rim blocked in here beautifully by Bobby Johnson. Now the ball comes off to Sherman. And the dogs looking superior on defense. Thomas has the ball along the baseline. Feeds to Johnson. Down to Poe. A great play by the captain of the ball club, Tony Thomas. He seemed to be open out along the baseline. He fired that ball on a clothesline and high enough that Johnson was going up to meet it. And as he went up to meet it, he banged it through. 29 to 17, the dogs are leading the Ironman. And I tell you, Rick, as uh, the Ironman calls time out here in the second quarter, you won't see a better pass and shoot in pro ball than that last one. That's right. And uh, Tony Thomas has been feeding real well. Uh, he's had his troubles a little bit shooting. And uh, he had a pretty clear shot that time. But uh, he knew Johnson had been hitting. He spotted Johnson under the basket. And a real fine assist by Tony Thomas as he threw it into Johnson just right. And Johnson put it in for two points. And on defense, of course, Johnson uh, blocked those last two shots against Snowwater. And uh, they're having their troubles against the big man, Johnson, 6'7". And, of course, um, later on in the season, Johnson, Wayne, as much as he does, uh, he's really going to help pull the Wardogs uh, through. Not only is he tall, but he's also strong. Russ Martin here with Rick Martin for the Matthews Motor Company at 1123 North Main. Call a friend and tell them if they can't sleep good tonight to tune to the hand tunnel to dial. We're on KGLC, Miami, Oklahoma, with the turtle on Main Street and that beautiful nine tribes towers right alongside that million-dollar beautiful First Christian Church. It is basketball at its best. The Nowata Ironman, one of the strongest teams year in, year out in double-A basketball across Oklahoma, meeting the equally strong triple-A Miami Warthogs. Down quarter back to play after the timeout, and the Ironman will fed the ball to the little man, John Fultz. Tom ball player and smaller than a year, Curtis, is his number 22, Ivan Walker, who is only 5'6", to the right of the lane. 
A shot is up. It falls away for Warren Dennis, who is getting a great defense job by Mel Dobbs. And now a steal of the ball. Across the time zone line, they take it away from Harry Sherman. The second turnover for the Dogs in the first shot. Out of the ball, a shot is away. Missing. Shared on the right side by Felix Gimmett. And off it comes to Bob Johnson. 6-7. A drive along the baseline. The lead in for two as Brad Cannon came from the right side of that glass backboard. And nobody could stop him. That little fella, Ivan Walker, was giving him a hard time all the way. Another good catch up. 31-17. Miami Warthogs over the fine Noah Ive and along the baseline. Shot straight away to miss on the left side by Ivan Walker. And again, that 6-7 Bob Johnson, who has but one foul in the first half. Last year he had a great lot of difficulty running into two and three and four fouls the first half. Off the post, Bob Johnson shoots for two. A foul from in behind as Mr. Warren Dennis, a crackerjack, all-state prospect for the Ironman, has given him everything he has to try and put a stop to those shots off the post. And uh, he's having trouble. He's down four inches on Johnson, and Johnson is so strong at 215 pounds. He's not fat. He's 6'7", and he's strong, and uh, he's giving them all they want. He's, he's made several of the shots on hooks and several on layups and several on fadeaway jump shots, and uh, he's really hitting tonight. 33-17, the Warthogs are out ahead. 6-7, Johnson shoots and misses. Up high, it is Warren Dennis to take it off. Comes down the court, gives over the ball now to Ivan Walker, a fine playmaker. He feeds to Dennis, Dennis under the goal. Blocked in there, put away by Mel Dobbs, who's proving to be some defensive man on a kid who's averaging 26 points a ball game, and he has put the stop to Dennis at least four times with a palm hand blocking that ball when Dennis would shoot along the baseline. Cannon shoots off the edge of the rim. A foul has been blown. The dogs have had few fouls fouled against them here. But they draw one just now, I believe, on Brad Cannon, and it is Don Overton, who just comes out of there like a bulldog. I tell you, I like that guy's way with these dogs. He just reminds you, for all the world, of a basketball Newt Rockney, Rick. That guy lives it up every second. He sure does, and uh, you can tell by the first game they have this season that they're really disciplined. Uh, they're not out of shape. They're not panting too hard. Uh, a minute and 12 seconds in the first half. And they're playing a real fine game for the first game of the season. They're blocking a lot of shots. And uh, they're just out there and uh, know what Ironman it looks like as of now. Of course, uh, no one has a little more experience this year in playing games. They're 2-1, losing to the always tough fishing uh, Tigers. And uh, they're not looking too bad. They just have to get with a little more on the, on the boards if they plan on winning this game, though. Here's the scoring thus far with a minute and 12 left to go in the first half. Of course, the big man from Iowa, uh, Johnson, 6-7, has scored uh, 17 points. Thomas has scored two and has settled all those shots, uh, passes to Johnson. Dobbs has four points. Sherman has four points. Green has four points and has played only the first quarter. Didn't miss on either one of his shots, of all the shots. Cannon had two points. For no water, uh, Krause has one. Grimmett has three. Uh, Dennis. The leading score, I believe, has eight points, and uh, Maddox has three, and Walker has two. The dogs unleashed against the Ironmen here tonight. That no one and a beautiful gymnasium, and friendly a treatment and friendly a reception nobody ever had in all their days. And from this fella Ken Zachary, who saw to every arrangement for our broadcast tonight, just as warm-hearted a guy as I ever knew. And a great friend of Cletus Green, he sent him Gary Fields up there and said Cletus Green couldn't believe there was anybody on earth as fine as Gary Fields the way uh, Ken Zacker recommended him. 
Back to play at the free throw line. Warren Dennis takes aim twice and just reaches the net on both of them. 33-19. He has 10 points here in the first half with only seconds to go in the period. Off the post as they feed the ball to the big 6-7 Jansen. He misses off the rim. And in the ball game now has come uh, Mr. Spear, and he's making his first appearance, Don Spear, 6'3", and a senior, starter, great performer last year, and a great war dog in football. He replaces Mel Dobbs here with 56 seconds to go in the first half. Injured last year, you remember, in a thrilling, sensational win over the Tahlequah Tigers, and did not continue in basketball because of a knee operation, but one wonderful, wonderful kid. Off to the right side, a foul on Don Spear as the Norwood Ironman fed the ball to Dennis, and he fouled him as he went up in the air trying to control Dennis, just as Mel Dobbs has been trying to defense him on doing one terrific job. But you know, that's a tiring job, the defense said, man. It sure is. He can really jump. Well, he just made that last three throw. Uh, he hasn't missed, I don't believe, one free throw nine. He's missed very few, um, very few field goals. 33-22 after Warren Dennis canned his 11th point. And Stevie Green is called for charge for uh, traveling. Moving the pivot foot. It is a turnover, and I believe number three for the dogs in the first half. They have had few turnovers and few fouls. Along the baseline to the right side, Dennis shoots and shoots over the rim and away. Taken out of there by Thomas. Now Thomas falls very hard down here at the east end. Tripped or slipped on a wet uh, bit of surface, and Thomas comes to the sideline. And we'll wait to see here. Time has been asked by the dogs with 29 seconds to go. And Tony Thomas scoots over to a chair. Apparently, he has an ankle that has given him a lot of trouble down there. And it is 33-22 with timeout for the dogs here ahead of the half. Russ Martin to tell you, if you're ready for something out of the ordinary in cars, you're ready for Datsun's real something special, that 1200 coupe. White walls, disc brakes, reclining bucket seats, even tinted glass, all standard. And so is the folding rear seat that makes it as roomy as a sporty station wagon. It'll do 94 miles per hour wherever that's legal. And I don't know where that'd be except out in the middle of a field or down on the beach, but it will do 94 miles per hour. And with a wind tunnel-tested body and a budget-tested price, the Datsun 1200 Coupe is really something special everybody. you see it right away tomorrow at Matthews Motor Company, 1123 North Main, Miami. Drive a Datsun, then decide. The new 72 Datsuns are at Matthews Motors, where Willis Matthews and a happy crew of folks will put you behind the wheel and give you the feel of the Datsun. Back to play. Here's the ball to Big Jensen. A bounce pass in the pity from Brad Cannon down along the baseline. He goes up to two, and I believe owns 19 points in the first half. 35-22, we'll give him the whole story in about a halftime. Spear with a steal of the ball, and takes it away from Noah. A beautiful pass down court, a layup there by Brad Cannon. Cannon drops it through to make it 37-22. And a great, great play as Don Spear cut in front of Felix Gillett. Took that ball about Adam's apple high, and all in one motion, knowing that seconds are running down on the half, through that full court pass, which Don Overton does not advocate except in such moments as that. And he's going with a second on the clock and driving at breakneck speed. Brad Cannon took one hold of that ball, made one bounce, went up into the air, stretching everything he had. This kid is 5'11 and a senior and a great footballer as well. And he laid it off that glass back ball just as the buzzer went up. 37, 22. Word out the head of the no one Ironman as we make the halftime turn. They were leading 21 to 11 in the first half turn, a margin of 10. 
They've been preached up to 15 of the half, 37 to 22. Listen to that what a hand man band. Doesn't it sound good in a basketball game? Off to our left in the KTLC make they perform. Rick Martin run us down the whole picture on the first half as we tell everybody that Matthews Motors 1123 North Main wants you to come by and drive the Datsun. And let me tell you something, you want to get into an exciting story, you get into those multi-colored Datsun pickup trucks. They are something gorgeous in color, gorgeous in the number of miles you get per gallon of gas. And I tell you, they are just as tight as any Cadillac you ever drove in all your born days. Here's a rundown on the scoring in the first half. Uh, for Miami, the leading scorer, of course, has been uh, Johnson, Bob Johnson, on uh, nine fielders and one, uh, re one free throw, 19 points. He's also the leading rebounder in this game with six rebounds. Tony Thomas, uh, of course, been feeding a lot this game and hasn't shot too often, but uh, he has two points, and he's really been rebounding and locking shots and feeding. He has five points uh, the first half. Melvin Dodd has four points and has also had two rebounds. Sherman has two rebounds and has four points. And Steve Green also has four, re uh, four points and one rebound. And Brad Cannon has four points. Of course, that last one as uh, both went off. For uh, no water, their big man has been Dennis, who has scored over half their points. He has 13 points on four fielders and five of five on the free throw line. He also leads them in rebounding with three rebounds. Krause, the guard, uh, has, has three points and has no rebounds. Um, also, Grimmett has three points and uh, one rebound. And uh, Maddox has three points and Walker has three points. Well, I'll tell you, everybody, even stripped. It is absolutely loaded. You know what I'm talking about, that wonderful 72 Datsun. Right off your Datsun dealer's floor. Matthews Motors, 1123 North Main. Yes, sir, your four-door has white walls, tinted glass, flow-through, fresh air, armrest, twin-padded visors, also sticker price standard at a three-speed heater, defroster, carpet, mat, front and rear, even a... Uh, for the trunk. That's an extras add up to fantastic value and that's a great cost. You talk about that Datsun car at Matthews Motors, 1123 North Main in regard to performance, not pollution. The inherent efficiency of the overhead cam engine delivers maximum cut and economy with minimum emissions. There are fewer parts, less friction, plus effective pollution control devices that meet all national and state standards. Performance and the quality go together in your Datsun cars. So, a great guy, popular all over Main Street, that guy Willis Matthews at 1123 North Main, and J.R. Matthews, and the sweet secretary out there, Alice Thomas. In fact, everybody in connection with Matthews Motor Company they tell you that when anybody drives a Datsun or when they buy one, they just become absolutely free advertisers. They promote that car to everybody everywhere. I rode with a gal the other day who uh, has owned a Datsun for about a year. 
And I mean, she sold that car as though she was on the payroll of Matthews Motors. Everything about it, how tight the body is, how many miles to the gallon of gas, and how her husband loves that car. Saxon, it makes everybody happy. Get behind the wheel and get the feel of a new 72 Datsun at 1123 North Main, Matthews Motor Company in Miami. Well, our athletic director at Miami High is here at the microphone for a moment or two at halftime, and you know him as L.D. Baines of the football dogs and L.D. We've got everything going good this year, a great and glorious, exciting football season. Now the wrestlers have beaten everybody. Yes, uh, Russ, we got... I mean, Joplin Parkwood in a dual match and also won his 19 tournament last weekend in the Civic Center at Miami, outscoring Pawhuska like 106 to 85. And uh, Pawhuska coming in a very uh, second place all the way down the line. And so Glenn's got an excellent, he's undefeated up this time, got some excellent wrestlers, and these kids doing a great job. They go Tulsa this week to the East Central Tournament down Tulsa, and they're really going to meet a lot of stiff 4A uh, competition this week. And so we'll uh, have a, an excellent meet down there with eight of those large Tulsa schools in it. And so uh, our kids will really get some good competition this weekend. Halftime, everybody, at Nowata, Oklahoma, with the dogs unleashing a fierce offensive attack. They lead 37-22 over the double-A, highly rated Nowata Ironman. In fact, this ball club plays some basketball last year, 26-3 for Nowata. They went to the semifinals and state championship playoffs under a very popular coach, Ken Zacker. Well, you've seen the first half, L.D. Baines is our athletic director, and it's the first time the dogs have played basketball this year because of a long football season that took us almost to the state title. How do you like that first half? Uh, Russ, I think we're going to have a great basketball team. Uh, jumped out here and scored 37 points first half, and uh, we missed a lot of good shots, but I feel like after we get things ironed out and uh, after the coaches work them a little bit longer and they get a lot more playing experience under the belt, they're going to be very, very good. I uh, Looks like to me, Russ, they got a lot of depth over there on the bench. A lot of kids can play, and uh, and looks like they're, they're going to have a real fine basketball season. And, uh, of course, they got the first game jitters and a few shakes around, but uh, they're going to be good for the years over there, and they look real good the first half tonight. Probably dare recap late at night here in this uh, late broadcast of the Noah Ironman and the War Dogs, where the War Dogs ahead 37-22 of the half. We lost a heartbreaker in football. We've cried our tears about that as the Bartlesville Park left beaten by the Dogs 48-12 three weeks earlier. Came back tight as 19-19. How in the heavens did it ever happen? And then finally won't be this on penetration as the state title finally went to Aldous, Oklahoma. And uh, you've been thinking it over in Chakmanola. I still feel the Dogs could have beaten anybody in the state on a given night. Well, Russ, uh uh, we, we tried to forget about that thing, and, and we have it. And the bad thing about it, Russ, we felt like, our coaching staff and our kids felt like, and, and the people in Miami felt like that we had the best AAA football team in Oklahoma. And, and we had a bad night at College High the second time around, and uh, the only bad night in 12 straight ball games. And those things happen to you, and uh, it's just one of those things that we want to forget and, uh, and have a good winter in, in wrestling and basketball and a good spring in track and baseball and golf. And, uh, and then next August, we're going to try to do that again, Russ. 
Well, all winter long, I'm going to have to keep remembering it was a sophomore quarterback who threw a 50-yard pass of all things under which a guy just ran as perfectly as could be. It took a Frank Merrill pass to get that done, didn't it? <laughs> well, we're going to get to see them again right quick, Russ. Uh, we opened the season against College High in, uh, in Miami on September the 8th this in 1972. So we're going to get that revenge real early in September next year. And uh, hopefully we're going to plan and, and work towards the same goal we had this year, go undefeated. I mean, win the conference and uh, get into the state playoffs again. You mean that Bartlesville College will be the opener at Red Robertson Field in September of 72? Good night of mercy. I'm going to dream about that all winter long. <laughs> yes, uh, I imagine I will be worried about it, too, and it's going to be an excellent opener for us, and uh, we'll be very excited and be uh, ready to play again in 1972 and uh, and get a little revenge on that 1919 tie in, in, in the last of November. So uh, we're work I'm working on the schedule now, and... Uh, we're trying to get our 1972 schedule lined out. We uh, lost Broken Arrow out of the district and picked up Stillwell. And so our district realignment has changed our schedule somewhat, Russ. L.D. Baines, the president of the State Football Coaches of Oklahoma and a very, very popular football matter of Miami High with one of the greatest, most exciting football seasons anybody can ever remember, and our athletic director. The score, War Dogs 37, the Nowata Ironmen 22. I'll be back with other halftime activities in a moment. Play hooked in there by Harry Sherman. He went right down the lane. They figured he would pass it off. He went up and dropped it through. 41 to 27. To the left side of the lane again. It is Dennis doing considerable shooting for the Nowata Ironman, but carefully guided by Dobbs, who got a handle of the ball and broke it up. Now Miami with the two guards working with the ball. Stevie Green and Harry Sherman. And the postman, 6-7, Mel Dobbs does not go off the post. He just went forward with that ball, raised up and split the net. It is 43 to 27. How many has he got so far, Rick? Uh, he's got 21, and uh, he hasn't missed too many, but they've been short ones. Uh, they're feeding him real well now. Dobbs, and when Thomas was in, he was feeding him, and Sherman. And uh, they're giving him a lot of chances to make it because they're feeding him real well. What was that halftime score, do you recall? It was 21 to 11, of course, at the end of the first quarter. What did you see at the half? I believe it was 37 to 22. 37 to 22. Just a second here, and I'll jot that all down. How about the scoring uh, thus far in the ballgame, say, for Bob Johnson, who is leading both ball clubs? Uh, 21 points, of course, for him. Uh, the other leading scores from Miami, uh, Thomas has two, Dobbs has four, Sherman six, Green four, Cannon six. And uh, for them, uh, of course, the big score is Dennis. With uh, He has 18 points now. And uh, Grimmett has three, Krauss has three, and Maddox has three, Walker has two. And uh, the only way Mima uh, is going to be able to uh, win this ballgame by, by quite a margin, if they do, is to stop that Maddox. He's really been scoring just about every time he has the ball. But he's out right now. He's not even playing. Let's check on Tony Thomas. I do not see him on the court at all and find out the extent of the injury. Out in the left-hand corner now as they bring the ball to the west end. Billy Maddox shoots, and, or rather, uh, Ducky Dunn shoots and shoots short. Out of the goal, look out. One is up here and dropped in that time by uh, this uh, Walker boy. And uh, Walker, I tell you, I haven't heard too much from him, but Ivan, who is 5'6", hit one from in close to the uh, free throw area and makes it 43-29. Along the baseline, Harry Sherman shoots short on the rim. Off it comes to uh, Brad Cannon, who was replaced here in the third quarter, Tony Thomas, who apparently has an injured ankle. 
He seemed to be in great distress when he fell on the chair here toward the end of the third quarter. Fell on the floor, crawled over to the chair to find support. A shot to the rim is short by Bob Johnson. Comes off to the Ironman. They come west. They shoot off the backboard and Billy Maddox, 6'3 senior, backs it right over that board to make it 41-33. to And uh, this uh, Ironman crew, I'm not out of this ballgame. They're not saying uncle by a cat's whisker. Down the court, here's Sherman with a pass from Green. Dead-eyed Dick along the baseline. He just squeezed the net with that one. 45 to 31, and this Harry Sherman gives you the impression he is a greatly, greatly improved ball player as a senior. He was a good one last year. He may be a super one this year. Off into the corner, the Ironman working with the ball, and uh, the Wardine shifty in that defense. Now, let's see. Here's the ball shot to the left side, dropped in for two. Ah, but that as John Krause hit from the left side of the lane and makes it now 45 to 33. And the Iron Man who have trailed by 15-16 to the dogs of Miami, Oklahoma, now down by 12. Along the baseline, they hand the ball way back to the circle. A shot with two hands, and Brad Cannon cannot make it go down. Sherman drives in, takes the ball off the boards, over to Green. Green, the quarterback of the football team in the lane, jumps and shoots and drops it for two. Stevie Green makes it 47 of 33. And the dogs drop back into a more or less zone defense it appears here for the moment i'll figure that out in a moment or two harry sherman on the front line along with green in goes the ball to the left side and uh shot way out in the corner for joe heavenly jays gets done with the longest shot of the night for the iron man with his heel up on the crowd he shot from way way out along the baseline 47 35 the lead is still 12. green cannot handle the ball as he gets a spinning ball driven in there on a bounce pass by uh, Brad Cannon. The ball got away from him, and it brings Don Overton out on the court. And Don, having quite a word with Brad Cannon, this guy lives and dies with these kids, loves this game, out here carrying a war dog, white and blue towel, stealing the ball as the dogs get a turnover and take it away. Harry uh, Sherman stole the ball from Bill Maddox in the lane at the West End, Stevie Green, but he's feeding it out in the corner now. And uh, wait, let's see. Aiming to shoot once, aiming twice. Now up goes Harry Sherman with a one-hand and he split the net that time from way out on the left side of the circle at the east end. 49-35, War Dogs by 14. A shot to the left side will ricochet in and out for Dutchie Dunn, backboarded by Bobby Johnson. And now again, look out for the dogs in the white shirts and the blue pants. They feed to Green out in the corner. He's along the baseline. He'll shoot if you don't watch him. He feeds to the postman. He's up the post for two. And Mel Dobbs at six. Or other, uh, Bob Johnson has how many? 23 points now. 51-35. The War Dogs ahead. How about this Warren Dennis, who averages 26 a game for no water? Uh, he's come back in the game now, so he's a threat. Uh, he missed his first shot, but uh, he's really been hot tonight, and has been a threat all night to the War Dogs. Out for the moment of two of rest in the zone defense. The ball has been stolen for the dogs. And down court, Harry Sherman with a beautiful pass to feed to Brad Cannon. Cannon was covered fully by Billy Maddox. He feeds across the way now to Sherman. Sherman drives. One, two, three. Dribbles to the ball. Turns around. Gives to the 6-7 man. And he's having trouble because his Warren Dennis is quite a defensive man, too. To the right side comes Green. Look out, look out. Dockey comes into the lane. Feeds to Harry Sherman along the baseline. To the postman. He hooks it in. And Bobby Johnson. I tell you, he's going to be something this year. 25 points. He owns the end of the third quarter. 
With the dogs ahead, 53 to 35, they have Lincoln that halftime lead, which was 15 to 18 at the moment. They lead 53-35. Russ Martin and Rick Martin here on KGLC, 910 on the radio dial in beautiful Miami, Oklahoma. High school basketball at its best with the War Dogs of Miami and the Iron Man of Nowata. And on that last play for Miami, uh, they really used, they had about 20 seconds left, and so they decided to run out the clock. And again, it's, they had a couple of times to make, uh, could have hit one maybe from 15 or 20 feet or shot one up, but instead they decided to go with their big man Johnson. And uh, that's real teamwork, of course. Uh, they want to go with a man that's taking a percentage shot. Johnson hasn't missed too many. Uh, he's made four or five hooks, and that's what he did that time. He made a hook uh, from near the goal. And uh, Miami leads by 20 points now. They were uh, all ahead just a couple of minutes ago by 12 points. All right, let's see about it all as the fourth quarter unveils. And the fine folks out there at Matthews Motors, 11:23 North Main, are exclusively your hosts for the ball game tonight. As they invite you to come by and get under the wheel and get the feel of the Datsun cars, it is the grandest thing that ever happened. White walls, disc brakes, reclining bucket seats, even tinted glass are all standard on the Datsun. Folding rear seat that makes it as roomy as a sporty station wagon. You drive that Datsun, you'll be a super salesman, Tom. Tip of the ball, we're back to play in the first quarter. Bobby Johnson tipping to Harry Sherman, and Harry Sherman with a bounce pass out of the goal, driving in as Brad Cannon for two. 55-35, the dogs stretch the lead to 20. Along the baseline, a block of a shot in here as Warren Dennis went off a post way out here, 12 feet from the goal. And uh, Bob Johnson, I believe, charged with his second foul of the ball game. Last year, he often would have four in the first quarter. Uh, yeah, he's, over, he's overcome his foul difficulties a little bit this year. Last year, he uh, fouled out several times real early in the game, got into foul trouble several times, and that, of course, hurt his... Um, hurt his um, game all overall he couldn't try to block as many shots uh, because of um, uh, afraid of fouling out and that's really helped him so far this game only having two fouls Dennis at the lane he hits one he misses the other and Bob Johnson cannot control the ball as he goes out of bounds to the Maroon team how many points for Dennis now of no other let's see Dennis has uh, 18 points still three games under their belt the no other Ironman in double-a ball and the story of curse is this. Mr. Ken Zaka said we're tickled to death to play 3A, 4A. We want to play the toughest teams we can get on our schedule. We believe it teaches a lot of basketball. In pounds comes the ball. A change of the lineup here as out of the ball game for the moment of two is gone Harry Sherman. And then to replace Harry Sherman for the first time is Tinker Owens. He comes into the ball game wearing a number 15, drives down along the baseline with the ball. Did not play with the War Dogs the last two years. Sensational in football. And now with the basketball crew. A shot on the right side for two by Harry Sherman. And in the meantime, by Ken. Harry Sherman, and in the meantime, by Cannon, Brad Cannon. In the meantime, when the uh, ball was brought in by the Ironmen, did we tell you that Bill Maddox dropped one to make it 55-38? Uh, and now Brad Cannon hitting again has made it 57-38 with the dogs ahead here by a uh, margin of, what, 19. Tie up of the ball right in front of the KGLC microphone, and I believe a foul is called on a man in Maroon. I uh, believe so. Uh, Johnson went up for the rebound. And a 92 uh, done 
score, no water foul him as he came down. So uh, Johnson will be taking, I believe, one shot. So Tinker Owens, everybody's all-stater in high school football. I see some little paper in Oklahoma City has named him to the uh, top 11 of the state in offense as some kind of a split end. If there's any better halfback in the state of Oklahoma in 4A or AAA than this guy, I certainly want to see the films on it. The free throw is up and down by Big Bob Johnson to make it 58 to 38, a 20-point lead once again for the Dogs. Now, Noada shooting to the left side with Dutchie Dunn hanging it on the lip of the rim and short, and Owens took the ball off the boards. Down the court, Owens with a bounce pass, deep into the corner now. Brad Canada handle, shoots up the corner, ricochets in and out, knocked low by Bob Johnson. I'd tell you, that 6-7 man offense and defense, Rick, makes a whale of a difference. Yeah, that's 28 points for Johnson now. Uh, he's just commanding those boards. Uh, he's getting a lot of tip-ins, a lot of hooks. There's nothing uh, they have done so far to be able to stop him. Vastly improved ball player, I tell you that. Along the left side of the lane here at Noah, Oklahoma, with the War Dogs ahead by 22, 38-60. A man shooting up in the corner, Mel Dobbs, trying to stay tight on defense with Warren Dennis. But traveling has been called in here on uh, Dennis. And uh, the ball was over to the white and blue War Dogs. And once again, Don Spear comes moving into the lineup. A senior boy at 6'3", replacing Mel Dobbs. And he'll go in there to look after Warren Dennis if he can. The Dogs have come east with the wall. They feed down in the corner to Tinker Owens. He drives into the lane, pushes the ball up in the corner here to Brad Cannon. And a shot off the post will not go down. So Green, a football stardom, is in there. And Brad Cannon, a football stardom. And now Tinker Owens. Three guys, and it's not easy to change to, from football to basketball, as Don Overton will certainly tell you, and this is the first game for the Dogs this year. A foul, and our big man, Bob Johnson, at the line. Who's it on? Uh, that foul's on Dennis. Uh, his only three fouls in the game. Because you're not in that danger of fouling out right now. There's only five minutes and 54 seconds, and the War Dogs lead by 23 points right now. All right, let's see about it here. 61-38 as Bob Johnson cans him and drops that second one right in the well. Boy, that guy is big. He is rangy. He's become agile. He's become a little more graceful. Along the baseline, no one at the west end to spin the ball up there with Bill Maddox shooting it short. And no water is pretty much out of it here in the fourth quarter as the dogs very definitely have control on offense and defense as the AAA ball club is meeting the double-A Ironman. A shot to the right of the lane, falling away, short by Don Spear. Now no one to come down the court, but first time is asked, and Don Overton comes out to meet his dogs and is just absolutely clapping his hands in appraisal of everything as he comes out to meet the blue and white team, leading 62 to 38 in the fourth quarter. Well, Russ Martin will tell you, if you want a flexible, wonderful performer, it is Datsun. Console mounted for easy operation, Datsun's automatic offers three-speed flexibility and performance. Normal driving is shift-free, while mountain roads turn docile with the extra pulling and engine braking power of the low setting. And of course, the spirited overhead cam engine puts out all the torque it needs for a great get-up. You take a look at that, Datsun. The four-door sedan, take a look at the pickup truck. They are some cars, I'll tell you that. Matthews Motor Company has them, but he wants you to get under the wheel and get the feel of the Datsun pickup truck, the Datsun car, the Datsun coupe, the Datsun four-door, the Datsun sedan, the Datsun uh, Sportster out of 1123 North Main, Miami. Willis Matthews and a wonderful, wonderful crew out there to be of service to you. And I guarantee you one thing, you'll be a salesman 
for Datsun and Willis Matthews once you get a hold of that Datsun and drive it. How about the substitutions here? Uh, now Eddie Hester has come in for Johnson, and with five minutes and 22 seconds, Johnson leads the game with 30 points. Uh, he hasn't missed too many of his shots. He hasn't missed one single foul shot, and uh, he's looked real fine as uh, he's pulled down, let's see, 14 rebounds also tonight, so he's had a real good game. Eddie Hester making his first appearance here as a war dog. He has not played basketball the last year, too. 6'5", he is a senior, and I tell you, he is a competitor, believe you may, at 6 feet 5. Shot to the free throw from the free throw lane is up and down for Dutchie Dunn, and that makes it 62-39, with the dogs owning a mammoth lead here with 5.18 to go. Tie over the basketball as two men fought for it, and now Tinker Owens, who led all high school football scoring in football this year, AAA and 4A, led everybody. He jumps into the uh, ball there with Bill Maddox, gets a tip away. No, no one gets a tip away, I should tell you. And they own the ball along the baseline here at the West End. A shot off balance by Dennis will not go in. And off to the right side, Bill Maddox sprays one off the glass backboard. The foul will be on Eddie Hester. And Eddie had him covered, I mean to tell you, but he got into him with his body. Eddie is not uh, any 215, 20 pounds, as is Bob Johnson, but uh, this is a kid, if he can find his way with these war dogs, he could make them one whale of a basketball team at this height. Here's the test. It is up. It is down for the Noah to Ironman, and it's 62-42, with the dogs ahead by 20. Up court, the long pass to Spears. It was backboarded away by Hester. And he fired the spear beautifully. And now down the lane, jumping, shooting to the right side. It is off the rim and away for Tinker Owens. Down the court they come now. There's no other Ironman crew with Ivan Walker, a little five, six man, handing the ball into the lane. Stolen away by Hester. Down the court it comes. Here's a pass on the right side to Don Spear. He's shooting from two steps outside the lane, only to be fouled. So Hester is fouled out there, and the ball game reads 62-42, or rather uh, Spear, I should tell you, is fouled, and he'll go to the lane. And you'll think there isn't some hype on this bench. When Don Spear comes in here tonight, he is 6-3, and uh, when this big man, Eddie Hester, comes in here, he is 6 feet 5. The B game tonight saw Mr. Archie Lohr and his uh, great B crew come on to win 68-39. to 39. They nearly got into the 70s. And Rick Martin will run you down in a minute or two on the B game. Who led the scoring for the Dogs tonight as the B team gave promise that Archie Lohr and company are going to be heard from in the next two or three years. Shot to the rim is off to the left side. Missing for Don Spear. Score remains 63-42 along the baseline. Here at the West End now. The Iron Men in maroon uniforms passing the ball on back to Billy Maddox. Maddox feeding the ball back to Johnny Krause, who's only 5'8". Knocked down of the ball from in behind by Don Spear. And uh, he draws a personal foul. Of course, he's not long removed, Rick, from football, and uh, it's hard to change from one sport to the other so quickly. Yeah, it is. They're just exactly opposite in football. You just try to hit, and Don Spear is a defensive end. That's all he wants to do is hit in football. And within a week or so of coming out of football, it's hard not to want to hit someone when you're out on the basketball court. Free throw is in the well for Dennis. How many does Warren have so far? He has 21 points this game. This guy averaging 26 points a game in the first three outings of the No Water Ironman in their own uh, invitational tournament. They won them all except the final night when the Cushing Tigers beat them by a cat's whisker. But this guy averaging 26 points a game, and he's going to do it again tonight. He hit them both, got the second free throw to make them 22 points here, and the Dogs of Miami lead them 63-44. to 44. 
A foul down in and under as Eddie Hester bottles them all for that basketball, and he'll come to the free throw lane. Eddie Hester will stick his head in that willem, I tell you that. And uh, this kid just as graceful and tall. Here's his toss. It is in there. And he breaks from that free throw lane to get back to the defensive area in a hurry. Off to the side, 64-44, as Hester canned his first one here. Now onto the goal, a fight for the basketball, as no one will let one get off the rim. Then onto the goal, a layup here tried, and he's in for Warren Dennis. They had him blocked. Everybody had him covered, including Mr. Don Spear and Tinker Owens, and he still got away from them. Well, the goal and flipped it back over his shoulder to make it 64-46. I think he owns 24 points in the game. A drive from the right side, driving in there hard for that one, came uh, Tinker Owens, but Owens is hit and I think foul as he came along that big slide. Uh, yeah, he was fouled and uh, got a little bit off balance and did a little flip out there in the court. Uh, He's going to take a shot. I believe he scored uh, one point tonight. No, he hasn't scored yet, but he'll be taking his first free shot of the night. Three passes in the well, and Tinker Owens has his first point on the board as a basketballer for the Miami High School War Dogs. And uh, certainly an all-stater in everybody's book has a great halfback for the dog team this year. I'll tell you that. Second free throw is off the rim and away, and up was Eddie Hester to tie that ball up. He is a fighter. Hester up there tying it up with a great Warren Dennis, who has nearly his average of 26 points a game. But War Dogs ahead by 21 or by uh, 19, 65 to 46. They have led nearly all the ball game. Down on the right side with the wall. Here's the shot away, missing by uh, Dennis as he sprayed it off the lip of the rim. But the Ironman have it with Dennis coming in. The backboard, his own ricocheting round ball. Again, he moves over there with the ball, and it is Don Spear trying to control him. A block on the wall by Hester. He took it away from Dennis. Then the ball is knocked away and uh, goes out of bounds, but it will still belong to Miami. And so 6-5, Mr. Eddie Hester. How about that play? Uh, that's pretty good. He's got a rebound and a point and a block already in this ballgame. He's only been in a couple of minutes. All right, let's see about it all. We'll recap all the uh, scoring at the end of the ballgame, and also we'll recap for a moment or two all the uh, backboarding statistics here that Rick will have. Along the baseline, it is uh, Mr. Stevie Green. The fake is though he will shoot. He gives out to Tinker Owens. So again, I remind you, let all the 4A footballers and all the 3A footballers in scoring this year. Along the baseline, the bounce pass, and Brad Cannon driving in for two. He lays it in. How many points for Cannon now? Well, that's 12 for Cannon. He's had a real fine night shooting, and he's really driven real well. 67-46, the men of Don Overton have the big, big lead. Now Overton is up, pointing to somebody here, and I mean, uh, he does it in a hurry. That guy, striped shirt and uh, flared pants. He still looks like a college boy out here as he watches all this action. And coming into the ball game is Robbie Kimbrough, replacing Stevie Green. So Robbie Kimbrough into the ball game here with 2.41 of time to go, and the dogs ahead, 67-46. Now Hester guarding out of bounds as the ball is brought in by Bill Maddox. A shot to the rim, partially blocked in here by Eddie Hester, but off the fingertips anyhow to drop in for Dennis. How many is he on in the ball game? 28 points, I believe. 28, would you believe it? He's almost up with uh, our big man, Bob Johnson. The score, 67-48. The dogs are down court. A lot of substitutions in here now. In fact, the whole team is about substitutes and coming into the ball game. For a moment or two, and who's he going to replace? He'll take the place of Brad Cannon. Ken Walser has just come into this ball game with 2.18 a time to go on the clock. 
And the B team, remember, won 68 to 39 over the Maroon here tonight. Out of the goal, the pace slows. A moment or two, a foul has been called on, I believe it's Felix Gimmett, as up to the lane has come Tinker Owens to try and shoot one. First toss will not go down. And uh, Tinker, of course, he hasn't uh, played basketball in high school uh, yet, except for this year. And uh, he's going to come off pretty good. I think he's going to make an outstanding play as the season goes on. He's going to be playing a lot more. 20-point lead, 68-48, as Tinker Owens of War Dog football fame across the state of Oklahoma has dropped in another point at that uh, goal line. We'll give you all a rundown of scoring in a moment at the close of the ball game. A shot off the left side is missing for the iron man as Dutchie Dunn cannot drop it. And Owens owns the ball. Coming up court, trying to whip the pass across, travels with the ball. Goes out of bounds, and the ball will belong in here with a minute and 54 on the clock to the uh, no other iron man. All right, let's see what the story is going to be. We're coming down to the wire here with a minute and 53 to go in the ball game, and the dogs have uh, led since just about the opening moment when the Ironmen dropped the free throw two in there to push ahead just in the beginning seconds. At the post, here's a shot. Don Spear tries to block it, but uh, Eddie Hester got a little bit of a hand on that ball, and Warren Dennis misses. There's Hester something to watch. He blocks another one, but it's in anyhow. It went right off the fingertips as Dennis shot barely over the fingertips of a high-jumping Eddie Hester. He owns 28 now. Rick had it wrong. Microphone. What's the story here on Tony Thomas, who did not come back out in the second half? Uh, Tony, he sprained his ankle right before the first half was over, and uh, we left him down in the dressing room, put ice on it, trying to keep it from swelling. Looked like he might have sprained it pretty bad. Well, actually, nothing but a sprain, however, not a break. No, it's just a, a badly sprained ankle, I think. Well, I can tell the way he fell on the chair when he uh, tried to put his weight on it that he possibly would be through for the night. Yeah, it was hurting him quite a bit. <laughs> Archie Laura Curse wearing a broad smile. His war dogs, uh, the B team, won 68-39. And that's a harbinger here, buddy, of great things ahead. Well, we hope so. He was real pleased the way we, the way we played. It's uh, been the first game. And a lot of these boys just been out two weeks since football. So I was real pleased the way they played. Yeah, bet. They performed smoothly. The A team won their ball game tonight going away 71-53. And here's... Rick Martin to tell you the story on the rundown of the scoring as the War Dogs of Mr. Don Overton beat one Dickens of a fine no-water Ironman crew of the popular Ken Zacker, who has been the head coach for five years. He took them to the semifinals in the state playoffs last year, 26-3 and three his mark. This year it is 2-1 with only Cushing edging them by a cat's whisker Saturday night in the no-water Ironman Invitational Tournament. And, of course, Dale Martin, I must tell you again, the captain of this ball club was ill tonight. Had to listen to the ball game by radio and could not play. And he's about the third top scorer for the Ironman, and they'll be moving in to our beautiful million-dollar Civic Center in January to meet the War Dogs on that return ball game. What do you see here, Rick, in the scoring as the Dogs beat them? 71-53. Uh, for the Noah Ironman, the big man tonight was uh, Dennis, number 34, 6'3". He scored 30 points. And uh, most of them were about uh, 10 or 15 foot jumpers and uh, quite a few free throws in there also. He missed, uh, he didn't miss one of uh, the free throws uh, tonight, which he tried. Uh, also, for no water, the second uh, man scoring was Maddox with 10 points. And uh, Dennis also had nine, re nine rebounds, Maddox had four. Scoring also uh, was Dunn, uh, had two points, Krause had five, and Grimmett had five. That was the entire scoring for no water. 
and uh, they had their trouble with Mama jumped ahead early in the game and uh, just left throughout the game. Uh, and they, of course, they substituted men all along, and I believe they had nine men in the scoring. Miami did. For Miami, Tony Thomas only played the first half. He had two points. He had five rebounds that first uh, half, and uh, he had quite a few assists, uh, Bob Johnson. Of course, the big man tonight for Miami as far as scoring was Bob Johnson with 30 points, and uh, he also had the most rebounds at 14. Uh, Melvin Dobbs had four points and two rebounds, and uh, all these three big men, Thomas, Johnson, and Dobbs, uh, each had several uh, blocks, and um, they played outstanding defense, not only offense. Sherman uh, had 10 points and hit consistently from the outside and drove real well, and uh, he had two rebounds. Uh, Steve Green had six points on the night and one rebound. And uh, Brad Cannon, uh, who has switched real well from uh, football to basketball, had 12 points tonight. Uh, all, almost all of his were on drives, and uh, he had one rebound. Don Spear um, came to scoring. Don Spear had two on all, both on free throws. Tinker Owens had three on uh, free throws, and Eddie Hester had three. Hester also had uh, two rebounds and had. Some